Girl on the stupid train to ugly town. <laughs> That's a porno I would see. <laughs> what? All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. I don't think I'm quite familiar with that phrase. I'll explain, and I'll use small words so that you'll be sure to understand, you warthog-faced buffoon. Go ahead. Make my day. I'll make this look good. You are now listening to the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. Thank you for listening, everybody. This is another edition of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Guess what? What? This what? 100 episodes! What did you just say? This 100 episodes! Translation. This is our 100th episode. <laughs> and we brought everybody out to celebrate. <laughs> There's only three of us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. I'm sick. Oh, I have to work. Ugh, I'm, I'm stupid. Completely absent with no reason, Johnny. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> Where is he? Well, you know, we are recording on a different day, so I'll give, yeah. him, a, I'll, I'll give him a pass. Yeah. So I won't. Well, that's fine. Bring your grievance up next time with him. Johnny, where art thou? Oh. <laughs> uh, people get oh, that. Oh, brother. They listen. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. This We're is... going to have two because I'm going to leave. Is that all right? <laughs> you don't like our jokes? What? He's going to leave because he thought your joke was stupid. I know. I mean, I thought that was just a thing every week. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on. Uh, we have a great show for you guys. It's uh, our 100th episode. So we're going to do things exactly the same. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Except we have cookies. <laughs> Except we have and cookies. And Swedish fish. <laughs> and Swedish fish. So if, if you have, if you hear us smacking, yep, doing that, uh, you know, it's because we got Swedish fish in studio. Um, we are going to get into movies coming out to DVD and into theaters this week, um, as well as a kind of review of all of our scores over the past 100 episodes, which is pretty interesting. Uh, and then we have a review of my pick, Stand By Me. So, to kick things off, can uh, Brent, you read me those movies coming to DVD? We did them on last week's <laughs> show because we recorded on a Thursday and on a Sunday. And so, like, we got confused. Yeah, these are the same movies coming out this so, week. <laughs> you can either go back and listen to the other episode and hear them, or you can just hear me say them again. Right. <clears throat> I'm not ashamed. Of is one of them. Oh, okay. <laughs> USS Indianapolis, Men of Courage. I don't know why I said it like that. Like, <laughs> I, I, I didn't know if it was man or men, so I had to read it. I was like, it's men. So Starring. Oh, that that has Nick Cage. Yes. Nick oh Cage. Oh, my God. That's an Oscar right there. The Light Between Oceans. Starring uh, maybe Eddie Redmayne <laughs> if you're Michael or Michael Fassbender if you're everyone else. else. Yeah. <laughs> Inferno. Which is, that, is Tom Inks in that one? He is yep. in that one. You think he is just really bummed out? That I guarantee he signed like a three-movie contract, and that first one was just meh, and they haven't been getting better since. But he just really doesn't care about those movies. Yeah. Hmm. What's going on over there? We also have Pop in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, we have The Monster and The Vessel. Those are two Wait. separate movies, not yeah. the monster and the vessel. <laughs> the monster, <laughs> the vessel, the monster. Uh, I was gonna say, is monster the an animated film? No. What am I thinking of? Not monster that one. trucks. 
Yes. That's not that's animated. Not, it's like it's CG. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Are you thinking of Monsters Inc? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. Well, uh, now I am. You know what's disappointing? The second time we read through these movies, they didn't get any better. No. Mm. Which nope. Disappointing. And what's even more disappointing is you're about to read some awful movies coming to theater. Yep. It's January, so there's no movies in theater. There's no movies on DVD. Just yeah. Bad. Uh, Resident Evil: The Final Chapter. Oh my gosh! People Finally. stopped caring like eight movies ago. Like eight Resident Evils ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, A Dog's Purpose, which apparently is getting a lot of backlash on social media because of the way they handled the dogs during filming. I saw that. Yeah, that's interesting. Did you watch the video? No, I didn't. Like, um, I've been tagged in it like five times. Well, though. from what I heard, they just tried to, like force the dog well, into some like. It depends on how you look at it, because, like, first he kind of, like, takes the dog, and he, like, dips his paws in the water, and he brings them right back up, because he's trying to get the dog in the water, and the dog doesn't want to go in the water. Sure. Water. And then he, like, looks like he's kind of pushing him, but still kind of holding him. So, like, I think it's kind of how you look at it, because, yeah, it sure. looks like he's forcing him in there, but then it's also looking like he's trying to It's also PETA, so, yeah. like, if you clip a dog's and nails then, incorrectly, they throw the little hissy yeah. fit. And then they kind of Stupid cut thing. out, so there could have been something else that happened in between that from the video I saw, yeah, and I then there's you. a video showing where, like, the dog goes under the water, but they immediately yell cut, and, like, 20 people run in to go grab the dog, mm. so. Yeah, I mean, I don't think... I don't, I don't think they're anything. They're doing anything to intentionally harm these dogs, right? I, I guarantee you those dogs are not mistreated. If right. like, if something happened to it, like you said, there's 20 people on standby to right. To so I mean, care for it. It's so. getting backlash. I, regardless, I don't think I would have seen the film. Um, Dennis Quaid's in it. Uh, he of the Dreamscape yes. fame. Dreams and <laughs> cheaper by the dozen 18 version, <laughs> yeah. right? Wasn't he in that one? I don't know. Yeah. He's one of those guys where you're like, oh, Dennis Quaid. He really hasn't done anything in his career. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Why, yeah. Why is he so famous? Because he's got a broad chin. The All right. Rookie. All right. The Rookie. That was his big movie, wasn't it? Man. No, he, he was in The Right Stuff with uh, about the, the right astronauts. Stuff. About oh, the boy well, band? I mean, yeah. oh, the last 20 years. Because oh, oh, <laughs> oh, he was in The Rookie, wasn't oh, he? Oh, yeah. Oh. yeah. The right stuff. The right stuff. Okay. Also, uh, Randy Quaid's fun. <laughs> Who the heck's Randy Quaid? Oh, God. Just move on. <laughs> <laughs> Gold! That movie looks interesting. I probably... I'm n- Not probably. I'm not going to see it in theaters, but I want to see it. That's not the reconnaissance film. Uh, let's move on. It, it's, it doesn't look like it's got good reviews because they I feel like any movie they have to mention other movies that the people have either directed oh, or produced or been acting in it's not a good movie in this one it says uh, it feels like Matthew McConaughey patiently chose his next project after Bonkers but with Interstellar True Detective and Dallas Price like yeah dude like those were good things but eh anyway it's in case uh you don't realize it's him, but you like him, and you're like, oh, he for was people in like you too. that see one actor and another name pops up, so they have no idea who anybody yep. is. Yeah, you know, Eddie Redman, <laughs> uh, the salesman. Um, it looks like a foreign film, and this one is definitely an American film. Un padre no tan padre. <laughs> okay. I thought that was funny. <laughs> I hate you. What does that mean, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. No, what was it again? 
a father doesn't have a father a father without a fa- maybe I don't know well, what I don't know Spanish it's been like said. 10 years since I took a college course un no. padre no tan padre probably something like yeah. father without a father or father yeah. no father no father I don't know father no father <laughs> <laughs> no father well that's different yeah um yeah, so that's, that's called happiness yeah, that's yeah. Jesus no father stop <laughs> ah yes on to this segment let's move on movies that we've done over the years. Year. Years. Yes. This Months. is our 100th episode. So yeah, I, it's our 100th episode! Wait, this is that? kind <laughs> of a special episode. I'm never going to say that again. <laughs> so I went back and kind of and added up and got the averages of... It's... Okay. Here's the easy way of scores? it. <laughs> Not cumulative. <laughs> so I took the average of the scores that we have given. So the... Out of all of the scores that I've given all of the movies I've done a review of, the average of my scores given is 6.41. Okay. So that kind of gives you an idea of what these numbers are. So mine is 6.41. Michael's close is at 6.59. Johnny's right there, 6.48. Brent's right there, 6.54. Matt McNeil is the most generous at 6.64. Whoa. Then there's Shane, <laughs> which is Mr. Least, Grumpy yeah, Pants, least least generous, a full point below everybody at five point five nine as his average score given. Right, so every all of us are within like so to give you an idea one. Right, so the average of all of our average scores, if that makes sense, of all the movies that we've ever done, right, is six point five four. We're oh, all right, right there, kind of generally in that area. Brent's right. <laughs> what did I win? <laughs> Shades at 5.59 for his average score yeah. given. He just hates yeah, every Scrooge. movie unless it's a crappy John Claude. Crappy John Claude. Gibson. Steven Seagal. Seagal. Yeah. Seagal. Or if it, it's got his boy Bruce Willie in it. Bruce Willie. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. And I just wanted yeah, to. Yeah. Very interesting. At this point in time. Okay. Top five, top, top five, bottom. Okay, so out of the movies. 100 movies that we've watched, our top five starting best number one to number five. Sure. Shawshank Redemption at number one. Shawshank Redemption. Got 9.13. Hell or High Water was number two, 9.05. Memento, number three, at 8.75. Did I rate, rate that one? Sure. Memento? Yeah. Didn't you request that one? No, that was he, a... he had to leave the studio. He didn't watch it. <laughs> he yeah, didn't want to I couldn't spoil find it. it. I wasn't here for that one, so yeah, I got you. That's so yeah. anyway. Memento yeah, was a number three. Number four is Road to Perdition at eight point seven, and then number five was Prisoners at eight point six nine. So, top five movies out of hundred reviewed is Shawshank, Keller Highwater, Memento, Road to Perdition, and Prisoners. Then all good movies, man. There are the dumpster fire movies that we've <laughs> had to sit through. Uh, again, worst to so number one worst to number five is Independence Day. Second worst is Sharknado. Third is Suspiria. Fourth is Pootie Tang, and fifth <laughs> is Mind Hunters. Pootie. It's only a handful of the crap we've waded through for this podcast. Whoa, Mind Hunters is that far up. I guess you thought it'd be worse. I mean, it's the fifth worst I know, movie but we've watched. I was thinking how bad that is, but then uh, you know, it's a Pootie two point three. There's some Suspiria yeah. and all those. Yeah, yeah, pretty bad stuff. Mm. But Independence mm. Day didn't even break 
one. <laughs> but I nine think, two. <laughs> I think we must have been just having a bad week because I don't think it's as bad as we gave it. Well, oh, but sure I is. think we just teed off on it for being as bad as it was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think it was still like... For those of you who this is the first episode you've listened to, this which, is the Independence Day sequel, not the yes, first episode. Oh, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. Resurgence. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. Thanks for clearing that up. Yeah. I mean, I'd still watch Bummer. almost every movie we've seen. The weird thing is, we just did Happiness. As a movie, that movie wasn't terrible i just nobody liked it because of what it was about right i would probably watch independence day rather than happiness you don't have to deal with all the weird yeah uncomfortable and and i might if i go into it knowing how crap it is it might be a fun movie to watch sure play a drinking game (laughs) every time some little child says some expository comment you mean (laughs) every time there's something bad that happens oh crap we're 10 minutes in and i'm going to the hospital yeah. Okay. Um, interesting. So glad glad we got that uh, all of our movies out. Yep. We hundred podcasts. That's quite a feat. That yeah. I'm I'm happy. I didn't think honestly, guys. No offense. I didn't think we'd get this far. I didn't think we'd get it to four. I don't yeah, know why well, four was there. It was just a random number. Seven pilots. Yeah. You know. That guy's a good pilot. That guy's <laughs> a good pilot. Oh, by the way, uh, on I'm gonna update. Uh, I'm going to post some memes that I found of uh, episode seven, just because we're about a year uh, after we did our initial review of that one. You know what I realized today? What's up? Episode eight comes out this year. I'm excited. I'll just, I'll see it, man. He did. uh, There were things that were saying that there wasn't going to be as much fan service and this was supposed to be uh, more Is there going to be less Finn? Probably not. Less Rey? Mm, She's probably going to be the focus. Less Star Wars? Ooh. What? Uh, Maybe you should yeah. probably not see a film called Star Wars: <laughs> Adventures of Finn well, and Rey. Well, Star Wars was uh, Rogue One was decent. It was pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. I just hate those characters. Yeah. But anyways, Rogue One got awesome. one of the highest scores we had had what in a great tangent a on our long time. episode. Rogue One has the highest score since we did Prisoners. Did you know that? Yeah, in fifteen episodes, that's like nine weeks. Yeah, I mean, two of we've we've been through some bad stuff recently, so let's yeah. get off of that. Because yeah, like two of our top five movies came in our first eleven podcasts. <laughs> Interesting. That's because we had seen those. We're going on to movies now. Like, oh, I haven't seen this one in a long time, or this is a new one that I've never seen. Yeah, true or, that. And I guess we are we are seeing a lot of movies that we probably wouldn't have because of the listeners, and, and some yeah, of and them like, aren't really our. A lot of Couple those, things. yeah, a lot of those we weren't doing listener requests. I mean, also we had Halloween, October. We did horror movies that killed everything. Those were bad movies. A lot of them. A lot of them, yeah. I still think one of my favorite horror movies that we watched was in like July because Johnny just requested it. It followed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. Um, you think it's time to move on? Get our get to sure, our. Sure, let's uh, get to it. Uh, so before we get to it. I just Wait, want to plug our pop. So not getting to it yet. Plug our website. You know, nothingbutrealviews.com, namesake of the show. Request a movie on our website. Also, send us an email, podcast, nothingbutrealviews.com. On our website, we also have tons of content you guys can consume. Uh, one of my favorite sections is our trailers we love. And it's a lot of trailers that uh, we love. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah. All I know right. you wouldn't have guessed it by the that name. It is very yeah. aptly named. The, it's at the bottom of our and more section. Um, I love it, though, because 
like everyone has access to edit the website and so it's not just me putting the movies that i love oh it's actually somebody else's yeah i've never logged in i'll I tell know you right you, now i can i understand <laughs> you i don't do the whole but computer thing but matt mcneil has been helping out shane helps out because you know they have their own blogs and stuff i don't have you ever gone on so it's just, just I've full gone on the of, website i haven't posted okay. anything if yeah. matt and shane are doing this is it just full of like horror movie trailers and action movie trailers that no no um let's see actually i have it pulled up right here uh, there's a lot of stuff that, like, I think a lot of us would enjoy. Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Split. Baywatch. I think Matt put that. He I'll would. Gi- I'll give him a pass. Spider-Man Homecoming, I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, Alien Covenant. Wonder Woman, which I think we are all looking forward to. Uh, Dunkirk. I've heard some... I'm not going to ruin it for you. What? For Wonder Woman? Yeah. Gal Gadot looks awesome, yeah, dude. Yeah, like more DC insiders are coming out with some bad stuff. Well, it, so. you know, I'm still going to see yeah, it probably. But, yeah, there was something I read that said it was like an absolute train wreck. Like that yep. was the headline. Absolute yep. train wreck. Dope. <laughs> dope, dope, dope. Um, but yeah, no, check out our website, guys. Uh, we have we also have a section um, which we're I'm, I'm on my own personal mission to try to make our website a little more physically or visually appealing because it's kind of ugly and wonky right now. <laughs> and I just don't know what I'm doing. So if you get on the website one day and it looks completely the next or completely different the next, it's because I was just teetering, teetering, toying, tottering, tottering with it. Mm-hmm. All of the above. Uh, so nothing but realviews.com. <laughs> should I? Should yeah, I? No, should, no, 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 no. Okay. Uh, let's move on. Stand by me. Oh, that was not even close to the song. No, is that was, what you're going for? No, I kind of like. It was like I was going. Stand by me. <laughs> so bad. I was gonna, and then I was like, you know what, Mike? You probably shouldn't sing. You can't sing. And then I was like, now, mm. now he's just stalling so he can pull it up on the computer. Well, no, I mean, I, that's honestly not prepared. I wasn't. I thought I had. You know, shut up. Stand by me from 1986, rated R film from uh, 1986. Hour and 30 minutes long. After the death of a friend, a writer recounts a boyhood journey to find the body of a missing boy. Uh, directed by Rob Reiner, it's a Stephen King adapted uh, novel. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, it. whatever. Just yeah, you get it. 100 episodes in, you still can't do it right. <laughs> uh, it stars Will Wheaton, River Phoenix, Corey Feldman, and Jerry O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell was in this movie? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. He was the, was he the, the fat kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. That was Jerry O'Connell. Oh, my gosh. What is wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't realize that was Jerry O'Connell. Oh, my gosh. You're, you're, although, okay. I you think I knew, it was Eddie Redmayne? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least I knew who Corey Feldman, Feldman was. My girlfriend and I were watching this, and she said, he looks familiar. And I said, oh, God, I hope so. And then I named, like, five things he was in, and she's like, Mm, I don't know if I've seen any of those. <laughs> what are you seen him like from tabloids or I something? Guess cool. I don't know. And those five move movies was Goonies one of them? Yes. Good. Okay. Yeah, that was like, that should be the first one. And yeah. the Goonies should be yeah. the only ones worth mentioning. Yeah. Well, you know what? Not the point. The wasn't, Lost Boys. Yeah, he was yeah. in Lost Boys, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Also, never mind. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Stand by me. It got a ninety-one percent certified fresh from critics and eight out of ten, and ninety-four percent from the audience. Giving it an eight out of ten. Um, I picked this film because it had been on Netflix, and I was like, I want to see this again. 
Because it's been a, a long, long while, and then we finally got around to it, and here we are. It was on Netflix? Yeah, for uh, they took it off. No, I was going to yeah, yeah. I mean, when we watched it, so I'm like, no, I didn't see it on Netflix. No, I, I thought it was when I picked it, and then like they must have taken it off, because I mm. saw it initially back in like October. Mm. Not the point. Um, mm. mm-hmm. How many times have you guys seen this film? A billion. This was my mom's favorite movie. This is, really? Yeah. This is one of those movies where from beginning to end, I've probably seen it maybe three or four times but like seen pieces and parts of it sure hundreds right that's 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 kind of how i am too i've maybe seen it like twice front to back including this one this run through right now yeah but i've seen parts all the time apparently it uh stands the test of time because i have a younger brother and younger sister who have also seen it more than once because of my mom (laughs) sure but they love it so that's awesome yeah i mean it's one of those movies that is kind of timeless. Yeah, well, and like it has one of the I I don't know if I, if I want to throw this label onto it, but like it has a very iconic scene when they're trying to outrun the train. Yes, it's not one of the most of all time, but it's like I know what that's from. You know what I mean? I don't know if you guys feel. Yeah, the same and way. there are a lot of like, little pieces of dialogue, little scenes from this movie that people are like. Yeah, that's I know what that's from. So <laughs> yeah, chopper. Uh, Yep. Yeah, sick balls. Sick balls I use that joke with my puppy. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Tell everybody. First thing I'm teaching her: chopper sick balls. <laughs> hmm. Uh, do we have to be like politically correct when we say that know. though? Like we're going to chopper sick scrotum. scrotum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so what are your what are your first thoughts of this film? You mean my first initial thoughts? Well, yeah. Hundredth <laughs> episode, you have to say it. Yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm try, I'm breaking new ground over here, guys. <laughs> I'm trying to get better. First thoughts. Come well, on, like I said, this this isn't the first time I've seen it, but I mean, it's a movie that I've always enjoyed. I mean, I I don't really know what else to say. Like, it's a movie I like. That's my first thought. My Solid. first initial thought. Solid. I can't even remember. It's been so far back that I first saw it. I don't remember what my initial thoughts would have been, but I'm. It's nearly impossible for me to be objective with this movie because I love this movie. One of my sure. favorites of all time. Sure. I, I, it aged well. It aged very well, like you said. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that I was able to watch it after, you know, I had been able to critically think about a lot of other movies because I think it made me appreciate this one more. I, I enjoy this film. Although, at the very beginning when they were in like the treehouse and stuff, you know what I immediately thought of? Without a paddle. <laughs> because <laughs> it's like the same thing at the very beginning of the movie. That's another one of my guilty pleasures. Yeah, that's a great movie. <laughs> and I never noticed that. I was like, oh my god. When they're dangling the rope down to let him into the tree. <laughs> they're just like stealing the beginning of the film. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, So... Acting, I wish McNeil was here. For uh, child yeah, actors. Yeah, Mr. Child Actor to hater. To lead the way. And I didn't hate it. Well, these were kind of like You're, the cream of the crop of child actors at that time, though. Yeah. Who would have thought Jerry O'Connell was the cream of the crop? As <sighs> back then. Yeah, I guess. I mean, th- this was kind of his first big thing. But, like, if you look at... Okay, River Phoenix died pretty young, so he didn't even really get to do sure, much. But sure. Will Wheaton became huge with like you Star know Trek. sci-fi nerds, you know, yep. like me. Um, and then freaking Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman, he had his day where like he was like one of the biggest stars 
period, child or adult. Yeah. Kind of fell off. Yeah. Well, you know, like drugs. Early thousands. Well, yeah, true. That. Before that. Well, this was, but that's no. why he fell off. No, he fell off before. <laughs> probably yeah, like mid 90s, you think? Like once he got stopped being a child, pretty much. Huh. He still looks like a child. <laughs> he looks well, the he same. Looks like a <laughs> coked out, druggy child. <laughs> God, that sounded messed up. Um, but yeah, I mean, Jerry O'Connell did went on to do uh, Kangaroo Jack. Correct. Yes. Which uh, Batman and Robin? Is that? No. No. Did he? No. That I'm wasn't gonna... Jerry O'Connell. That was uh, George was... Clooney. Was that? No, it wasn't Jerry O'Connell. What le- what year would have that have been? That would it would have been Batman and Robin. That was not. I don't. That wasn't Jerry O'Connell. What year was this, guys? Ninety six. Ninety six. I don't know. Jerry Maguire. No, he did not do. He did Scream <laughs> too. Okay. Yeah. Who am I thinking of? You're thinking. Oh my god. I In anyways. Batman and Robin. Doesn't matter. I'm curious god. now. <laughs> yeah, it's um. I think it's Jerry O'Donnell. O'Donnell. That's what you're thinking of, Jerry O'Donnell. Wait, yeah. Chris O'Donnell? Chris O'Donnell, oh. yeah. I said Jerry O'Donnell, but I meant Chris. 100 episodes, guys. <laughs> How did we get here? <laughs> well, we have the same amount of listeners from when we started, so yeah, five people. Chris O'Donnell is significantly younger than Jerry O'Connell. <laughs> Jerry O'Connell. Not O'Donnell. I said that. Oh. My God. So, that movie Stand By Me. Yeah. Wait, that's what we're talking about? We're not talking about O'Connell and O'Donnell? Oh, God. You know what's kind of funny? Like, I feel bad for picking it now because, like, I think it's regarded as a, like, a really good film. So, it's not going to elicit a whole lot of conversation. Like, are there parts of this film that you hated? Uh, Not really. Nope. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, for me at least, like, it was paced well. They they had a lot of character development just within their interactions. They did so many things right in this film that, like... And they got the whole, you know, like, every boy growing up has their group. Yeah. And they have, like, the hierarchy of who is who and who does what. And, like, they nailed it perfectly. Absolutely. I think so. And the least. whole idea, I mean... It's not original, the whole, like, growing, you know. You mean the, the like, growing Becoming up? a man. Yeah. yeah, that's not an that's original. Small, well, I mean, that's one of, like, the seven yeah. writing prompts or whatever. But this one does it so well. And they're yeah. all so likable. The dialogue is funny. And it's, like, a bunch of kids trying to act like adults, yet still so very childlike. Sure. The directing, I don't know if there's anything special about what this director does. But he is great. He did. Like, The Princess Bride, one of the best movies, comedies, in my opinion. That's pretty good. Loved it. It's pretty good. He just knows how to make a movie that keeps you interested and is paced well enough that you're never out of it. You're just in the moment all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Was the train crappy CGI? I can't remember. Uh, that was, uh, they'd use some sort of trickery to make it look closer than it actually was. And okay. They, Cause I think I remember that and I was like, there's a whole big story about how he, the, the director actually had to like yell at these kids and get angry at them to actually make them cry because they didn't feel like they were in danger uh, and didn't feel like I gotcha. Interesting. So he actually had to like really like lay into them and make them cry and, and then, you know, apologize afterwards. But <laughs> well, sure. 
I mean, just I'm sorry. Next time, crying to man. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Scarred Corey Feldman for life. Well, and you mentioned uh, the how good they were as far as the child acting. Yeah. And one of the things that Will Wheaton said, one of the quotes that he said was that they weren't good actors. It's just they played characters that were so much themselves that it was just natural. Like yeah. Corey Feldman is that that volatile, violent crazy person will we are uh, uh, river phoenix is just that kind of natural he had Trump that leader ability yeah sure so i mean he just said they just kind of played themselves and that was yeah. how it played out and, so. and sure. they had chemistry too and that's important with these type of movies when you have a if there's no chemistry the movies yeah awful yeah. and you can tell that they had chemistry they like each other or not i don't really know they had chemistry when the cameras yeah. are rolling yeah i love you know you said that they, like they played themselves and they had chemistry. You can really tell when uh, Vern doesn't have like more than six cents or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> and like all you got is hamburgers and buns. Yeah. Like, well, Vern, if you have more money, yeah. maybe you could go shopping. A, a more experienced shopper might have got more for your six yeah. cents. <laughs> Love it. Love it. And I don't know if that's if that's writing or if that is that's their acting. You know what I mean? Like. That, that scene is perfect in my opinion but yeah and, and there are so many like that to where they're just they're just hanging out it seems like yeah. and I know it's all scripted and it's just totally. acting but they feel it feels natural like they're just friends hanging out and going through this adventure or whatever they're sure doing. sure um let's so the last thing I want to talk about is things that have been stolen from this movie but remind me if I forget. That's why okay. I brought it up now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, we're on the last thing. Yeah. No. No. Jeez. No. No. Absolutely not. Um, I want to talk about the production side, like cinematography. This did a lot of awesome things. Like, there was a shot in particular. They were in the forest and they were sleeping, and they um, or it was the next morning, and the train was going by, and it woke up everybody. It had the shot like under the train, so you could still see all the boys. Yep. Awesome awesome framing it did everything you wanted or the framing of the boys walking across the gigantic bridge with the absolutely when your river underneath it super wide yeah. yeah it was awesome and for a movie that didn't necessarily have to really do that type of stuff it, it did look great yeah did amazing things what you was done over there yeah, with your phone? It's on Two episodes silent. in a row. It's on silent. It's on vibrate more like. Don't even. Mike's <laughs> always goes off, and I'm always looking at him, and he just like he doesn't. He keeps it on the table. I at least took it off yeah, the table. Sure, you know, sure. I honestly don't really care if it's just on vibrate as long as I don't know. It's not my fault. People are trying to call me. Yeah. I don't know who calls on a Thursday. Right, <laughs> a Thursday at wait. Today's Monday. On a Monday. <laughs> don't shatter the illusion. Yeah, don't shatter the illusion. <laughs> On a third Monday. Show. Um, no, but cinematography throughout the film, like you said, they didn't have to do these things, but I felt like they did, and I thought it was awesome. I was I was thoroughly impressed. What's uh, what's the uh, Emmanuel Lubezki? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's not sure. Him. I don't well, know nope. what's going on. <laughs> no. Um, also, sound. I don't want to say editing, but sound capturing. Well, like with the music, I like what they did with the music. Like instead of ha like instead of it just like playing a lot of those scenes, sure. it's like them with their radio, right. and that was the music for it's, the scene. Yeah, 
I, I love when they can find a way to, to adapt that into a scene. I think it's awesome. Or just them walking while they sing yeah. a song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I like I liked some of that older music that they were playing in the movie. Oh, sure. Like, I, I liked sure. some of those songs. So the music, I was a fan of the music in this one. That's not even really what I was talking about, though. But you just like... the How they, they got their audio, because trains are so loud. And there was a scene where Corey Feldman's playing chicken with the train. Oh, yeah. They have this conversation while the train passes, and you can still hear them and still hear the train. That's awesome, because that is incredibly hard to do. Like, uh, what's up? I'll take your word for that. <laughs> well, <laughs> never try. Like, I don't just, normally try to capture sound at all. Well, you know, like, it's, it's just like... Think oh, I know what you mean. Yeah, I mean, if you're by a train that could, would completely drown something out. It's right, exactly. Like, if it's going to be hard for us to hear as humans, like, we have really good hearing. But that's probably just editing. I assume they just maybe recorded the conversation afterward and synced it. Yeah. Somehow. I don't know. I know, man, but still, like, it gives the illusion because, like, the, it matches up pretty well. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm just impressed. I like this film. I Yeah, it's one of those movies that's just enjoyable no matter how many times you've seen it and like i said it's it's the same old same old coming of age story but that's what makes it work is because like these are borderline adults they're they're going into borderline uh, adult well, you know what i mean like, like into they're... into adulthood yeah like they're they're already thinking about college courses and what's going to happen afterward yet they're having conversations about who could beat up who? Mighty Mouse or Superman? <laughs> you know, things like that. Or yep. if I could have one food for the rest of my life. Simple. Cherry Pez. You know, it's like mm-hmm. perfect because they're they're right there on that line of childhood and adulthood. And that's what makes it fascinating. Yeah. And and that's what I think is another thing that makes this movie age well is because we see that movie as a kid. And we're like, oh, we're kind of going through that. And now as adults, we're like, yeah, I remember that. And when it just makes you're you... in that little middle mm-hmm. ground. Yeah. And you just want to get that childlike feeling. Like you're just free to do whatever the heck you sure. want. They have a day and a half to walk these train tracks. And it's like the biggest adventure of ever for them. It's yeah. like, it's kind of interesting, though, to to see like juxtaposing real life nowadays compared to the 60s yes. or whenever this took place. I think it was well, like even from 50s. when we were growing yeah. up to now, it's like, right. there's no way. Right. You're any gone of this for a day yeah. and a half. Your parents would be calling the cops, <laughs> checking on your apps to follow you right. on your smartphone. There'd be six and Amber Alerts yeah. going off. Like, no, and that's, that's part of the nostalgia with this movie is that it's a it's different a, time for different, sure. Yeah, and but you can still relate to yeah, it. Yeah, different time, but it's still... Yeah. Right there. Like, yeah. Everybody goes through it. Yeah, and I, I think that's awesome. And I would put this in an all-time list of must-sees before you die. Yes. Yes. I don't know. Yeah, okay. And there aren't many... I can't think of other coming-of-age movies, but like I said, it's not... Lion King? <laughs> well, there's sure. the there's sure. the uh, female version of this, which was what, Then and Now? Is that what it's oh, called? Oh, good Sister, Sisterhood of the Traveling no, Pants. not that one. No, Then and Now, which terrible people love that movie and they try to compare it to stand by me and i always go to war with them (laughs) go to war with them because okay even if like i've seen then and now and even if you do enjoy it like it's not the same thing like it's just stand by me is so much better i've never even heard of there there now 
kids and it's like the same time frame i think i want to say it's like the 50s or 60s and then like the first half of the movie is them as kids and then the second half is them as adults oh and it's like three you. or four girls that are friends like yeah the, them here speaking of which i really liked how it kind of started with like here's him now and then like here's how he got here and you know like it didn't do it i don't think it added anything i just liked it you know what i mean yeah i yeah i know what you mean it adds to the the feeling of right. like that nostalgic feeling sure anytime you have these like old 50s like the sandlot when you have sure. the voice it's that same sure. type of thing where it just kind of brings you into this past time so i agree i don't know why it works so well or if it would have been bad without it but it just works perfectly what what year was this made 94 86 this was made in 86 yeah why did i say 94 i don't know because sandlot was like 94 95 93 93 so i guess that's when we'll talk about what you're talking about later about coming of age movies yeah yeah Yeah. like about stealing things about stealing things i was gonna say they they stole the ending of how like because i feel like in the 90s they did that quite a bit actually what with like the characters walking away and stuff well, like, like that, it's or like a, like a narrative of like somebody going from, you know, yeah, yeah, is now in thinking the, of back onto their childhood. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess technically yeah. they've been doing that for a while because what is it? it was either late seventies or early eighties when Christmas Story came out. It was the same deal. Yeah. Like he sure. was just narrating sure. everything. Yeah, so yeah. I guess it's been something they've been doing for a while. But like, I think there's some movies that perfected it, like Stand by Me, even A Christmas Story. I know a lot when, of people hate that movie. When but, narration yeah. is done well, it makes a movie that much better, so much better. Sure. But when it's done yeah. poorly, it yeah. ruins movies. Yeah, there's movies in there that try to do it and they just don't do it right. And yeah, it's an unwatchable movie. Now it's like this might have been an okay movie, but you have somebody trying to narrate over everything. Yeah, but, I mean, I think there's everything though, like. Uh, there's narration that doesn't add to it doesn't detract from it I think kind of like dope well that was a little different wasn't it (laughs) because he kind of that was like at the end of it all wasn't it no because he he was writing his his paper no 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 well yeah he he narrated that but what's his face uh Forrester Forrest Whitaker oh yeah 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 what that was a weird narrator Mm-hmm. I remember that now. He narrates the entire narrator. film, but like, mm. I don't think it added anything to it. I don't think it took away from it either. Yeah, there's some movies that overdo it though. Yeah, like and like I know. Tang? Yeah, I was just gonna <laughs> say like Pootie Tang, but I get that that was supposed to be a joke, but sure. still they went too sure. far with it. I think. Yeah. But there's movies that really do do it like that, where they just do it too much and it takes away from the movie. Like absolutely, Stand by Me had a nice balance of when to do it and when not to do yeah. it, and absolutely. Um, can we talk? Do you guys have more to say? Because I want to uh, get into things that this movie was stolen. One more from. thing. Yeah, go ahead. Because it surprised me this time seeing it that I maybe saw it a little differently than I had when I was younger. Is that it seemed to affect me more? Like you, you felt you had badly. nightmares from seeing the dead body. Yes. <laughs> no, like Mine you, was from you the feel bad for contest. these kids and what they're going through because maybe because they're kids, but. Like when the when Will uh, uh, River Phoenix is telling a story about how he s- did steal the milk money but tried to give it back, like you feel terrible for this kid yeah. who's just trying to, because they're it's they're almost helpless, yeah. But all these forces against them and the kid with his parents, 
but I so I felt that a little more than I did. Yeah, well, the first I think time as it. an adult, you understand yes, some of it more. Exactly. Like as a kid, you see that and you're like, oh yeah. But as an adult, you're like, oh yeah. You know, Corey Feldman's character, his dad is a piece of crap. Yeah, he still <laughs> loves his dad and yeah, thinks the world of him. It's awful. It's <laughs> yeah. But he, Chris Chambers, Corey Feldman's character, no. I'm thinking of yeah, uh, Chambers as River Phoenix. River Phoenix. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, that's right. We're good. Never mind. Okay. I was gonna say no because like he actually rose up and he like he did good with yeah. his life. Yeah. And, well, and that's, but that wasn't that was Teddy, not. Well, yeah. and I do like they actually had that scene where you know at the beginning he's reading the newspaper and it's like lawyer gets stabbed and you don't know who this guy is yeah. until he goes and it's like oh hey that's him he you sure. know, actually he thought he was just gonna be this low life nobody and he actually did do something with his life. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I. Yeah. Getting to that, that pie-eating contest you <laughs> <Yes>. mentioned. <laughs> I love that that's scene. That's the stupidest scene. thing in the world. But it's so intentionally like, like, cheesy and low-budget with the like the fake fat suit and the puke mm-hmm. that's not coming from where their mouth is. And it's all the same color. It's all that purple pie color, even the people who weren't <laughs> who eating didn't the eat pies. pies. <laughs> yeah. But what I loved about that scene is not only all of that, but like after he's done telling yes. the story, they're like, and then one, he's like, well, that's it. That's the end. They're like, no. And then the one question, uh, I have a question. Did he have to pay to get in the pie <laughs> contest? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a great story. <laughs> it's just, yeah, the stupidest yeah. thing. And props to Stephen King. You never really hear that, but like Shawshank Redemption, number one movie we've ever reviewed. This, as far as writing and developing yep. a story and characters, he knows how to create a story. Yeah. he d- A narrative for sure. Yeah. yeah, he's he's always good at that, but it just, his the problem with that is a lot of his stuff, his books don't translate to no, movies. This is don't. one of the ones that does it really well. Yeah. Like because it's not, Shawshank it doesn't have that horror element. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a dead body. Well, I mean, that's... Yeah. <laughs> Which, I was actually... Surprised that they showed the dead body. I thought they would have hidden it, like you know, like oh hey, there's yeah. a dead body, and just like shot. I was surprised that they said the boy got hit by a train, but they seem so far away from train tracks when they well, find they the body. Said that he flew so yeah. far because yeah. of it. I mean, it's, yeah, the, I, he could have fell at the like top of the hill, you know, fell down, you know, yeah, like coyote, coyote or something, dragged could have dragged him, him. ate his insides. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Wow, <laughs> what? <laughs> you don't know anything about the coyotes, do you? I don't. I don't. Don't know nothing about them coyotes. They go for the eyeballs first. No. Nope. How do you get your knowledge, dude? Personal I just experience. made that up. Uh, so, <laughs> things that was stolen from this movie. Yes. Um, I brought up a couple of them already. Trying to sneak them in there. Lion King, like when Simba is aging and it's like the side shot. It's very familiar or similar to like them on the train tracks. Just throwing that out there. I mean, it's just mm. a wide shot from the sides. Right. I was going to say, that's just, you know, you know that's just a, a wide shot. Just one. Uh, but <laughs> no, Dope. At the end of Dope, uh, when he's got the gun, and he's like, get the- suck my fat one, you dinosaur hood. Oh, he doesn't say he doesn't I don't think that? he oh. says that. Oh. But well, you know what I'm saying? That's when, what he when says he's about stand to by get- me. Oh. <laughs> when he's like, this dead body's mine. They have a very similar scene where he's getting beat up and he like protects his bag of I money. I remember that scene. That yeah. was the best scene in that entire movie. Yeah, stolen not one word of dialogue, and it was stolen from Stand By Me. You keep saying stolen, but I know. I don't think so. 
I mean, you get what I'm I saying. Know, yeah, though. similar. Yeah, yeah, influenced by. Perhaps. Perhaps. Perha- I'm, I don't think there's a perhaps. <laughs> okay. I think okay. it was. Um, and then, you know, we already talked about the Sandlot and other movies doing that thing at the end. And I don't want to say that the Stand By Me is the first, but I would like to think that it is. All right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably not. Well, you know, there's a lot of cinema out there, dude. Yeah. yeah. According to uh, Nothing But Real Reviews, Stand By Me is the first one to have ever done this. Hmm. So there you go. Yeah. Crazy. Quote it. <laughs> oh my god Is that how you end a quote? I think so uh, Do you guys want to read this movie? Yes Alright Would you like to go first? <laughs> sure Okay Hit me with it I already told you it's hard to be objective on this one Because of I mean not that it's not a great movie what? But I just love it so much that You know Sure Whatever <laughs> This might be like my version of Star Wars with, with McNeil oh, is this, oh Are you 9.5 in this? Oh, oh, he's thinking about <laughs> nine point five in this. Oh my Guys, dude. I love this movie. I get it. It's dude. almost perfect. Uh, fine. I'll, yeah, I'm gonna give it a nine point two five. I don't like hate on two. it, but I'm giving it a perfect hundred because it's a hundred. Perfect hundred. <laughs> uh, but Brent, what do you what do you give it in the meantime? A perfect hundred. I mean, that would be pretty perfect. Uh, I don't like. There's not a whole lot this movie did wrong. I mean, and it's entertaining. So you put your entertainment value in there, and like, sure. I feel like I can't give it a low score. Like, I wouldn't want to, but even if I was like, oh, I just want to give this a low score, I don't think I could. <laughs> what? <laughs> you often go into podcasts that way? Yeah. I want to give this one a low score. Happiness, <laughs> yeah. I'm having a bad day. I'm going to give this one a low score. Happiness, I wanted to give a. I think I gave happiness a higher score than I initially thought I was going to. A two. Yeah. yeah I was going to give funny. it like a point two. That's funny. But uh, oh, I'm going to go. 8.75 sick balls chopper 8.75 sick balls chopper actually I think they say chopper sick balls but you know regardless irregardless um I'm actually hmm 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 I'm gonna hmm. God, I don't <laughs> gosh, <what's> <laughs> I know right <laughs> I'm gonna give it 8.75. What's that? Sorry, 8.75. Oh, you're just gonna say exactly what I just said? Yeah. I'm sorry, we can't have the same number <laughs> of things stealing. I, mean, things I know, right? I Jeez. hate all of you, all uh, of two of us. Yep, uh, that gives us an 8.92. I wanted, like, going in, I was like eight, eight and a half. That's about right. And then I was like, no, it, it aged weller than I anticipated. Uh, <laughs> it aged weller. <laughs> okay, so. Hang we on. only have three reviewers, but that is now a top five movie. Yeah. Also, well, I'm trying to think. Shane probably wouldn't give it too far off from what we're getting because I'm pretty sure he likes that movie. McNeil has McNeil seen this movie before? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Also, Aaron, you don't have updated numbers. Uh oh. Apparently, because Johnny added a, a rating for Shawshank. Oh, you done messed up. Yeah. Johnny dropped Shawshank down. Yeah. Huh? Is Hell or High Water number one? It now? is. Oh. 9.06 for Hell or High Water. Good. Stand By Me is currently sitting at second with mm. 8.92. With an asterisk, though. Three reviewers is. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty I, positive it's not going to go much further well, down I, than that. Because if you yeah. remember, McNeil was like, oh, I'm not going to make it when we, he heard Stand By Me. So he no, it was give Johnny. It a, Johnny said that the movie was crap. No, that was McNeil. I think both of them did, actually. Mm. Weird. 
Yeah. Dummies. Was it? I thought Glad Johnny they're not here. I don't remember. No, Johnny, Johnny said he wasn't a big fan. Re- irregardless. Whatever. So Stop if, saying that not word. So if they <laughs> when they when if they put scores in, I'm sure we'll bring yeah. it yeah. down. Yeah. We, we, I want to really get our ratings up on the website, but that's so much work. And I just, you know. Okay. I'd rather be busy ruining uh, of the layout of the website. Mm. Sweet. Mm. Because I don't know how to do graphic design. But irregardless. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can hear Aaron's fists clenching over there. Uh, Stand By Me 8.92, currently sitting at our second uh, best review of our time. Next week. It's a good 100th episode. Yeah. Very good hundredth episode. Next week we have a review of Dogma coming to you. Uh, actually, next week, yeah, next week it'll be next week. We re- we record a different. You know what? Yeah. Whenever it comes out, that's when we got it for you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get it. Dogma from nineteen ninety nine. It's rated recording? R film, about two hours long. Uh, an abortion clinic worker with a special heritage is called upon to save the existence of humanity from being negated by two renegade angels trying to exploit a loophole and re-enter heaven. Uh, written and directed by Kevin Smith, it stars Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, uh, <laughs> Linda Fiorent, um, <clears throat> Jay and Silent Bob. Yep, and Jay and Silent Bob. And Alan Rickman. And and Hans Gruber. And Chris or, Rock. Isn't it the the girl from Men in Black? Yes. 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 So you don't need to know her name. Just say that. Yeah. Linda yeah. Fioriento. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not even right. Alan Rickman and Chris Rock are the other two big names in that movie. Yep. So look for... There's a lot of cameos, because I have seen this movie before. There's a lot of cameos. Yeah, I think George Carlin's in Yeah, he has a cam- cameo. Uh, but look for Jane's... Or Jane's... <laughs> <laughs> Jane Silent Bob, yeah. Dogma next week. Um, and in the meantime, check out our website, nothingbutreviews.com. We have a lot of content up there. Uh... Also, request movies. We love having requesting uh, movies. <laughs> Hundred episodes. <laughs> you know what? You just give me crap about the episodes <laughs> this entire time. You could be helping me. Nope. Hundred episodes worth of giving my crap. Yep. Pretty much. See what my true friends are. You guys, because you give me crap all the time. Anyway. That's uh, what true friends do. Someone in the show. Tell your friends. Hey, guys. Oh, big golfs, huh? All right. Well, see you later. Good day, sir! You're a... Sir, I said good day! Yeah. See ya. Hasta la vista, baby. This has been the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast. A special thanks to Jordan Binder. Yeah. Linger, man. Yeah, totally. Linger. Hardcore.